Yeah. <laughs> Snap right into that shit, girl. <laughs> shit. Quita was over here dead as hell. <laughs> Said, hi, how are you? <laughs> You're now welcome too. It's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, they wish and they wish and they wish and they wish and they wish they would make. Yeah, I'm about my moolah, start no trouble with me. Play about my business, I will double the fee. I pull up at 2 a.m. to fuck you to sleep. I know how you like it when we up in the sheets. Stay the What's up? It's your girl, Poet Hottest. And I'm Keith Hendricks, and you're now tuned into Confidently Lost Podcast. Last week, we started off our podcast with accountability. Yes. And we are still going to do that. So yes. I'm going to just let y'all know I did fulfill my accountability, which was to work in my planner through the end of June. I got to at least the last week of June. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot going on, so it's kind of hard to get everything in place ahead of time. I kind of have to go week week by week basis. Um, and that's been working for me so far. And that still helps, like just having your whole yeah. week planned out. And just what's going and I like to keep up. track of stuff because my memory, whew, Jesus, you'd be shot. <laughs> 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 like it's crazy because I'm a person that I have really good memory, but sometimes when I'm doing a lot, I notice now when I'm yeah. multitasking, handling multiple businesses, it just. I be stuck, be slipping through cracks. Yo, I like for me. I just have a lot of visual memory. If I see it, I could remember it. Like if I see mm-hmm. a person walking yeah. down the street, and that's why and I, I write it. it. I, I could remember it, but not like. Yeah, that's me, why I need mm, the planner. You tell me something. You tell me. Nah, it's not happening. <laughs> not happening at all. Yeah. But that's good, sis. Thank you. What yeah. about you? As for me, um, I was supposed to get the pricing for the. A certain types of photo- portrait photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did do the research. I got the blueprint to everything. However, it's not fully done yet. But my thing is, it's a it's an effort. You right. know, I definitely did work towards it. I had a lot working against me this week, but you know, at least I got that done. So I know, you know, that's one less step I got to do when I when I take the time to approach this. Um, but you know, it's not something I'm going to procrastinate on. It's still something that I am working on. Right. Right. And that's all right. Yes. So this week, (laughs) I want to be held accountable to finish putting up my scheduler for my lash business on my lash page because I've created the aesthetics. I've got pretty much what I want, how I want to post and what I want to post down. Um, but I just need to put the scheduler up so that I can start making that money. If you feel me, you feel me. If you don't, then I'm sorry. Best feelings when that cash app sound goes through. Period. <laughs> like, period. Best feeling is when you go into your purse or your wallet and it's just money in there. Like, yeah. Oh, like, you be like, oh, shit. No, I would definitely feel $10 in my purse. I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Don't tell me about that money you be finding in the laundry when you do your clothes oh, and then you can put your hand in your pocket. You be like, oh. Yo, need every penny five counts. Dollars. Every penny counts, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I'm trying to do because it's time for me to start getting to it. Mm. Um, so that's yeah. what I need help to be held accountable for. Y'all been real, real quiet, real crickety, crickety. crickets. <laughs> okay, this is supposed to be interactive. Interactive, and y'all definitely don't hold me accountable. accountable. You know what? My mentions, my DMs was not flying off. Y'all be in my DMs for everything else. 
So <laughs> y'all need to tell me that I need to y'all need to be holding me accountable. Okay? And let us know what y'all want us to hold us accountable for. So now we gonna hold y'all accountable. Yep. Yep, we definitely holding y'all accountable. All y'all who listening to this, I need y'all to put your mans on, your right-hand mans, your left-hand mans, your side bitch, your mama, your daddy, all the motherfuckers on to this podcast right now. We holding Period. y'all accountable. Period. You know, every time we post that joint, you should be reposting it. Sending <laughs> it out, whatever you gotta do. Whatever you gotta do. DM us, let us know what you think, what mm-hmm. you wanna hear. Mm-hmm. We've gotten so much great feedback and we appreciate it so much. We love yes. it. We hope we wanna hold y'all accountable with the feedback too, man. Exactly. Keep giving it to us. Keep giving it to us because the more you give it to us, the better we get. And we really appreciate it. We love the support. It's yes. awesome. Um, so for me this week, um, I've had a rough, 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 rough week. And just all eyes were stacked against me. Variables I could not control. Like, to a point where it's up, I had to fucking break down. Like, it was mm-hmm. just not happening. So, you know, the week is still it's still not over for us yet. You know, we record this earlier in the week for y'all. So, it's just like, I want to hold myself accountable for remaining positive until the next episode. Because it's, it's just been pretty rough. And if y'all can, you know... Send me signs of affirmation or whatever. Yes, whatever random think. acts of kindness. We love those. Yes, we love yes, those. yes. Whatever you think, I, you know, you need to pass on to keep a bitch trooping. You know, rolling through the punches. Yes, love on us. We yes. want to love on y'all too. <laughs> this is a relationship. Okay, yes. get used to it. Yes, okay? yes. We the ones that be scrolling through your phone at night by the bed. <laughs> With none of y'all little joints y'all got scrolling on our <laughs> shit late at night. Alright, so hopping into the mess. Yes. What we got this week? So, first up on the list, we got Young Miami and this pregnancy. This fake. First of all, bitch, we was at the Roots picnic. Was she there? Oh, yeah. But yes. she, had, she performed before we got there. But here. still, remember that photographer that took that picture of her? Yes. And that was blatant. That she, and now I see, I'm like, that bitch was trying to hide that shit in a two-piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was. She was wearing a lot of baggy stuff. Yes. Tried to fake us out. But honey, mm-hmm. the lie detector says, you lied. You was big, big pregnant. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. you was definitely under pictures writing pregnant weird as your caption. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And the thing was, she, like, everybody, every she everybody, she has all that attention on her now. And to think that we not going to notice that drastic change. You know, you saw how the motherfuckers was on Cardi B. Exactly. Like, they was sis. on her dick, like, uh, mm-mm. You, y- your cheeks, sis, they getting a little chubby, like, Yeah, you, know, you glowing a little differently exactly. now. Exactly. You know how they be. You know how they be. But I did see that she, um, like, she did... I guess they doing a promo for her documentary, the second documentary for City Girls. Mm-hmm. And like... Is JT lot- going to be in it though? Well, I would hope so. But it looks like whatever was pre-recorded, she's not obviously in it for part of it. But what I did see was like a lot of people on social media, on Twitter and stuff mm-hmm. was going in about how she looked so upset in the documentary telling her, um, her label... Uh, I guess it was like her, what was it? He's the CEO, CEO. Of, of the label. Yeah. Quality control. 
Yeah. And she was like scared on the phone, like in tears, crying. And some people were saying like she don't look happy to be having a child or that she didn't sound happy. Yo, you never know what's going like Again, invasion of privacy. Mind your motherfucking business. Exactly. Pregnancy is a big fucking thing. My body is about to go through this shit and it got my my this little tight thing gotta push out this big ass shit. Like, and y'all know what pain I gotta go through, what my what process my body is gonna go through. Like y'all seeing all of this stuff, like going in. Or you don't know where what state of her life is in right now. Her sis is about to get out of jail. Like and, and that's what she about said. I know it's a lot riding on me, and y'all y'all riding on me to hold it down. Mm-hmm. And she's still locked up, and now I'm pregnant, and it's gonna be a certain come time that I'm gonna have to sit out. Yes. So yes. I I understood where her fear was coming from, and if y'all peep the other documentary and her just her relationship with uh she called him P. Um, when Southside, you peep yeah. her uh not uh Southside uh her actual CEO P. Oh, right. whatever his real name is, I don't know because. I have other feelings towards him as well. Mm-hmm. But anyways, he is like a big like person involvement in why they are where they at in their career. So mm-hmm. she take his his uh opinion very highly. So it is a little scary to tell somebody, especially if you look at them as an older brother, or older parent figure or yeah. something. Yeah. And she's young. She like she's like twenty six. Like twenty two, twenty three. She decided to share that shit with y'all. Like a lot of celebrities don't even share nothing. Like y'all over here tra- fucking over here dragging pride. her, telling yes. her she's not gonna have no career, she's not gonna do well. Why she get pregnant? Y'all did now. the same thing. Y'all did the same thing to Cardi B. And, and she played y'all. She laughed in y'all face and turned around and came out here with still bangers. getting that money. Like, Come on, bro. Still getting that shmoney. Still going to the bank. Laughing. Right. All y'all. She getting the white coin and all. Exactly. All. So that's why I be like saying, people, you can't look at stuff outside. And then my thing is, I don't don't see City Girls failing with just JT because JT, honestly, is the better rapper. She's yeah, rapper, I mean that's and I, and, I, and, and I felt and I feel like I feel like she young Miami did her justice of keeping them afloat while she was, while she was now, she it, now it's time for JT to step up and and do what she got to do exactly and I feel like it's all gonna work itself out oh yeah she's twenty five so okay. she's Cardi's twenty six or twenty seven now whatever mm-hmm. we all the same age at this point we know all have friends that's having kids like yeah. right now yes. we know friends that's in worse situations right and y'all ain't fixing y'all motherfucking lips to say shit to y'all motherfucking best friends and sisters and bros about they nasty little situations they got going on with their baby moms keyboard and big dads warriors keyboard warriors that's but what then I y'all want to be in this girl for shit harassing her talking about she looked miserable uh, it's the baby dad he called her a bald headed hoe on live. Niggas be talking to they bitches how they feel sometimes, and bitches be talking to they niggas how they feel. That's between them. You know what she said to that that motherfucker. That's between them. Some crazy shit. Now they choose to get on live and be childish about that shit. Clearly, they don't take it serious because I'm never gonna put my relationship or no shit on social media that I take seriously, whole sacred. And I'm sure they have parts of their relationship that nobody see and understand. Right. So right. y'all sitting here harassing both of them is dumb. It's retarded it's because That's she's pregnant. Dumb. She's still going to be laughing to the bank. Mm-hmm. It is what mm-hmm. it is. And mm-hmm. I did she, see she also posted that thing about Cardi um, giving her good advice that yes. I really liked. Yes, yes. I feel like Cardi, she been, she been her career has been rough. Even though she hasn't been doing this a long time, I feel like she went, she 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 took a, she took a lot of hits, especially from, from Nikki Camp, you know, from just 
trying to not be in a, a one hit wonder, mm-hmm. trying to maintain a relationship and still be that bitch that can talk mm-hmm. about rotten dick and shit, you know? So- <laughs> <laughs> it's hard out here for a pimp. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then it's just like, yo, it just talk, just talking about highlights about her. It's just like y'all really out here underestimating these women. Like, period. We we out here taking on multiple things, having kids, and on top of still giving y'all bomb ass music and bomb and ass. This content ain't the nineties no stuff. more. This ain't like, the eighties no more. This ain't we'll dream down, girls. We'll this ain't down. dream girls, baby. Because niggas ain't trying to cut the check, so niggas, we gotta go get the fucking check. Niggas can have babies now and still have a career. Females can have kids and still have a career. Like. It's okay. We can still be under 30 and get to it. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. It's all right. Exactly. All right. And moving along, we got... Yo, sis, did you see that, that, um, the, the Chris Brown comments under Victor Cruz, Sean? Girl. <laughs> Girl. When, as soon as I seen it, I just was like, this nigga did that shit. You think so? That was on my 50 cent with that. This nigga did that Yo, shit. Yo, I, 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 did, I did think he did it too. I did. Listen, I did. I, I did. seen afterwards and said, oh, he was hacked. And I get everybody always want to cop a plea and say hacked. But man, you better hold your motherfucking balls and just say you fucking want that. You want her back. You want her back. He always, he always had You it want for that her old thing she, back, Chrissy. He definitely always had it for her. I I didn't underestimate him saying it because my thing is the way he fucking chopped his two motherfuckers the all the time. I was just like, this sound like him. And then he typed in all caps. Yes. I said, Chris types in all caps. <laughs> like he, and then it was crazy because the way he was just like, no shade, no shade. <laughs> Kept on saying no shade. But then. Nigga, he was throwing shade about him, how he could dress, and yeah. if he can't dress, and he would take yeah. him around. And I'm just like, bro, like, come on. You done had, like, five Chinese chicks, Asian chicks after her, and they never measured up to her since. Nope. And she went ahead and took, took to what she knew, her career. She left your ass right. for her career, and it's right. blossoming, and now she's happy. Right. The same way Renewed Rihanna. season two. Rihanna bossed up, and she got herself a billionaire foreigner. Yes, she is happy. she's happy. Happy, Leave okay? her, leave them alone, because I be seeing you creeping on Riri, too, a little bit. I've mm-hmm. seen it in the past, and I think she- I, would, I, want, I wouldn't be opposed to a song between them. I, I would love a song with them again yeah. if they was cool like that. I don't yeah. know. But, yeah. Chris- Let's just work on you reintegrating yourself back into the black community. But how? But, but I mean, <laughs> that's all I'm asking. We love your music. Yeah. Don't forget it. The day ones are still here. Yeah. But we just know that as a people, like we want to see you as a person, like who you are as a person. Yeah, we really haven't even gotten him as a person because yeah. so much traumatic shit has happened to him in the media yes. that now he can't even be himself yes. or you can't even know yeah, him he as gotta a put on young this facade. Yeah. You can't even like, know him as a young adult. Like, my thing is the growth of Chris Brown, like I I didn't I didn't see it. It was like a hop, skip, and a jump for yeah. him. Like, <laughs> like, it just happened yeah. so quickly that now it's like, damn, he went from being 16 and what was the song? He was singing, yo. So we down the street swore you was in a music video yeah. hit all them moves yeah. <laughs> but for real like so that's where my my feeling is like and I don't know if that's because I've worked in mental health I don't know but I just see people now even if you are a celebrity like I see you as a person yeah. and I'm just like dang we don't even know him like we see the growth in Jay-Z we see yes. him elevate in his career from a young pimping 
whippersnapper yeah. to now a husband trying to keep his marriage and, and own up to and the state. Even even seeing his life go through certain crises yes. within the media and seeing and, that change and that growth. And it's just like, Chris, like, with his music, I'm, I feel like now I'm just getting the same auto-tune stuff. And it's just like, yo, your voice is amazing. But you're your not using it amazing, the way. And you're not using it the way where it's though, like, yeah. You know, he's, he, he's, he has an imprint that he's left on us. However, I feel like it could be deeper than what it is. That's why that last album was like 20 some songs. Cause yeah. it's like, I mean, they was all pretty good. Yeah. Uh, don't get me. The I was just skipping the first time I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, after a while, I'm tired of listening to 20 songs. I can't listen to all this. Like yeah. it's too much. Like yeah. I'm only making it to like my favorite ones at this point. Like, yeah. and so yeah, we just want you to work on your mental health, your daughter or is focusing beautiful. on a pr- a particular project like focus yeah. on a particular sound and represent yourself to us yes in a way that it's like we can really understand you and get to because the, the media is really going to keep screwing they're going to they gonna say whatever they, they don't want care. regardless however as fans we we, we just, just want, want a little bit more we from want you. more from you we want the real yeah. you bit like yes yes so, so yeah moving <laughs> along so this one this one particular thing struck me because as soon as i saw the video i'm like I experienced this a lot being a brown skin girl. Mm-hmm. So Tory Lane's head was in a music video and he had a brown skin girl dancing beside him. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like the director or someone uh, on a set switched them out for like a lighter complexion girl. She wasn't like really severely light, but she, right. you could tell she was she a big difference. She had blonde hair. Like it was the opposite contrast. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And when I saw that, I was just like, I was just like, okay, you know, maybe they're doing it because they shot the shot this in other scenes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then under I read the what was it, the comment mm-hmm. underneath on the shade room and they was like, Tory Lane stops the video for colors and wants a dark skin girl. I was like, I was like, for real? I was mm-hmm. like, yo, you know, that won't get set up for a lot nowadays, yeah. but you know, that that definitely really did touch me. Thank you, your mama, for birthing you for that one. <laughs> you knew. You knew. You, you seen knew. It. And that, that's, you knew. that's the thing that I'm loving about today and where we at. Mm. Wokeness. Yeah. Everybody is starting to pay attention to yeah. how think you're being treated in certain areas. Mm. And I can't wait for us to get to the meat and beans of the show yeah. so we could talk about this further because it's like, we as young black people, you have to pay attention because mm-hmm. most of the people that we are working for or working to surpass are white people. Yes. And yes. them people know our potential. They see our talent. They see and trying to keep us down. Exactly. They're and they know how to do that and maneuver it to make it so normal that we don't even notice it. It's normal. Like their poker face is fucking like you like, not see on that joint. Like, and that's where discernment like, come in heavy. Discernment come in so heavy. You gotta know. This industry, you got to know, you know, whatever industry you're working in, like, clearly he pays attention. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that happen before. I honestly yes. thought it was a thing of the past more than now, but mm-hmm. it's crazy that it was captured in this way. Mm-hmm. And I know I, I heard you say something about how um, people mo- were saying that it was fake. Yeah, so that's what fucked me up. So the uh, it came out that, you know, he was quote unquote staging it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I'm like, something like that like that I couldn't see that happening right. and they and then he came out and said he recorded the video three months ago mm-hmm. and that it's not it wasn't even his song he was only there for like 30 minutes so for a shot is. and like I said I in the beginning like them switching the girls like, I could see if they did that for other scenes right. the reason why he did it but I'm I'm happy that he did stand up for her 
But then another thing came out where the light light skin model was like, yeah, this did happen. Mm-hmm. And the dark skin model came out and said, no, it didn't happen. And I was, and so when I started reading people's responses, the, they was just like, you know, they had brought up a good point saying the dark skin girl, she probably experienced things like this all the time. That she don't even notice that it's even happening to her, or the things because are, it's normalized. Because it's normalized. Exactly. And at first, when I, as a younger girl growing up, being brown and getting darker in the summer and stuff like that, especially spending most of my summers in the south, like I always got picked on for having darker skin okay. and not having straight hair and stuff like that. And it is a real thing. And I noticed it even when I was growing up in middle school, like. Boys would like the light skinned girls. They right. No, like, I, you know, it was, it, was, it was really it was really that bad. Yes. So to know that we still have to go through this, the music video scene is what really brought light to this to begin with. Exactly. You know, when it all started, when you would see the light skinned skin video girls, girls, and girls and shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's just like, nah. I totally can relate to that. I understand <laughs> that completely because me, you wouldn't think it, but being African and being raised here. A lot of people had prejudice, like they didn't believe that I was African mm. because I'm lighter skinned mm. and I don't look like the typical portrayal of what America and society has portrayed Africans to look like. Yeah. So a lot of kids would be like, oh, you ain't African, you ain't blah, 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 until mm. they heard my name. Right. Which is why I really try to force people to call me by my real name and not right. my nickname anymore because it's like, that ain't my name. Yeah. And my name was beautiful, but right. I changed it. Because I felt like I needed to or inferior to because of people making me feel like, oh, your name ain't whatever. Right. And that was because of people being like, oh, you too light-skinned to be African. African people was dark. They not. Right. And I'm like, what? That's no. the furthest from the truth. No. Like, like y'all yeah. tripping. We got all types of shades, just like everybody else. Right. Like, right. But it's important that he did what he did. Yeah. Because, um... I don't think people really pay attention to it. I don't I don't even think rappers like when you they pay attention to it. music videos, they might notice it, but they don't really care. And y'all are a, a part of a, another agenda that y'all not even paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um when you can easily be like a Tory Lanez and just be like, uh uh-uh, uh, I want this. Like I yes. wanna switch this out for this. Yes, because my at the end of the day, like you the boss, like yeah. you know, this your shit. It's your this stuff. Your, you know, you should be able to to have some type of creative control. Um, over exactly. you know how people perceive you exactly. Why? And last but not least, mm, we're mm, gonna talk mm. about something in particular. We had did a survey online for this oh, yes. right before the show. Um, one thing uh, I am really big on in my life is loyalty. No matter whether we friends or not, like I'm loyal to a fault. <laughs> at times and, and, and you know sometimes it's a bad thing but for the most part like I keep my circle tight so I don't really have too many fallouts but you know just hilarious in particular she just had an incident where she had an ex-friend release some photos of her post was it post-surgery so I'm assuming it was post-surgery and then the other picture that I seen was like during or after like because she was on the table so i don't mm-hmm. really know if they bumped it up yet or not mm-hmm. but i seen the holes so i'm assuming maybe they did right so yeah i would say it was one beforehand and one after and it was the you know the the, the normal photo you see when somebody about to get on the table that 
titty out, ass out lines on their body. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Nipples uh blurred out or whatever fuck. Yeah. That yeah, shit like is. you not seeing you not you and not really seeing the end result of it, but it was definitely her. That that's that's the one that's nutty as fuck. And it's her tattoos and all, so you can see. That's like, that's nutty as fuck to me. Like it's is no way like so why did she do it? What was her So reason? basically I nobody really know like what happened between them because just she just made a little you know she do the just with the mess. Yeah. So she just made a little joke like, oh, my friend, ex-friend, yeah, aired me out or whatever about plastic surgery or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so she just kind of left it off. She mm-hmm. didn't really go into depth depth. Mm-hmm. But the friend had commented on here. That she felt like it was nothing wrong with plastic surgery, but she's telling whatever she wanted to tell. Um, what? <laughs> she's telling whatever she wants. She said, to uh, read all for those that want clarification. Yes, Jess Hilarious did get her ass done. Petty posts. I post what the fuck I want. There's nothing wrong with plastic surgery, but when you continue to tell people your ass is real, is when it's a problem. Laugh out loud. I have been nothing but humble and quiet. I do nothing to no one. So then, bitch, why the hum- fuck? Humble and quiet don't, don't mean. You let me post on social media. Because, bitch, you being petty. You, be, you being petty and bitter at this point. Pit- because what yeah. the fuck? Like, you you really going to take it to that point? Like, and, why? And, yo, and, and I bet you she one of the friends that Jess probably did, bent over backwards for. Exactly. Probably did things for. You know, and she just, she's bitter that she doesn't get those type of gifts and incentives anymore. It's like, dumb. And just like Cardi had told Young Miami on her thing, when you get to, when you're coming up, people want to rally around you and be along for the ride because they see you doing something. They want to be a mm-hmm. part of it. They want to be latch on to you. It's yep. like leeches. Yep. They suck you dry, whatever you got. Exactly. Once you get there, they turn on you now. They flip on you now. They try and guilt trip you mm-hmm. because you were somewhere where they not. Yes. And now they want to drag you. Yes. So be careful of the people you keep around you because that's that's a prime example. That was probably her, one of her closest friends. Yeah. They had these photos of her to even see anything like and that. And it's like yeah. whatever argument they had probably didn't even equate to her releasing these pictures and telling this information. Like mm-hmm. whether she wanted us to believe it was fake, real, whatever. That's her business. Yeah. That's her business. There are plenty of but celebrities. Can she, can she like take a lawsuit out on her for like um, releasing her news? She probably can, or something. She probably can, and yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she did just to be petty back. Yes, because she can. I would. So yeah. it's lawsuit? just like Wait, can we call that lady that Blake trying to get? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Linda Bloom or something. Yeah. Lisa Bloom. Lisa Bloom. Yeah, yes, for Lisa real. Bloom. But um, so when I put the poll up, I had asked everybody, you know, uh, when you end a friendship. Do you write a tell-all on social media, throw subs, or take shit to the grave? Mm-hmm. And um, 100% of everyone said they taking that shit to the grave. Mm-hmm. Y'all said y'all taking that shit to the grave. But I do know. I have seen it before. Bitches yes. get mad, jealous. Then yep. they start chatting with your other enemies. Yep. And now they sharing stories. And now they get together. And now they talking about you and telling your business. Or mm-hmm. motherfuckers come near you. Knowing that you don't fuck with somebody they fuck with, talking to you about that person, and now they taking the information back. However, like, and you trusting the person with the information. Mm-hmm. So I get that y'all are saying that y'all take it to the grave. I would definitely take it to the grave, yeah, but I, I have seen too. people. Not even it don't even be like y'all be doing tell alls. Y'all just be whispering down the lane, like telling any motherfucker that will listen. Like, yes. <laughs> the fuck, yeah. 
Like, yo, like, like, I'm the only thing on your fucking mind. Yeah, like, you like, can't talk about nothing else. The fuck? Because, uh, trust me, shit done got back to me about me. Did I be like, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. tell me more. For sure. Do tell. Very interesting. <laughs> like, spill the tea some more. Let me know. And y'all motherfuckers be wrong, 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 wrong. Period. And salty. So, anywho, we appreciate y'all feedback on... Letting us know how y'all felt about that because I yes. thought that was something that I feel like everybody can kind of relate to certain ending relationships and you run into somebody that's cool with somebody or not cool with somebody and then that person come up and now it's like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just keep, I keep my distance. When people start talking about people, I'm like, yeah, it's good to be a listener. <laughs> you know, passive. But, you know, I'm just going to, I'm not gonna respond to you, but like, <laughs> yeah. But so, anyways, and that wraps it up. Wraps it up. Match Mondays. And now it's time for bitch. You tried it. All right. So this week I'm gonna go first because I only got it was two things I wanted to touch on. The first thing, sis, what you think I should start with? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I should start with the shit that happened over yonder, or do you think I should start with the shit that happened here in Philly? Mm. Start with the basic bitches. Start with the basic bitches. Okay. Clarify basic bitches. Here in Philly, the motherfuckers. Oh, okay, okay. Cause sorry. The, the motherfuckers. Sorry. All right. <laughs> So, to the bitch in the two-tone charger that want to speed through the Aramango parking lot, like, niggas not walking, and then they had a nerve to argue and still want to sit there drive about the crashes to other motherfuckers and shit, and act like she about to hop out the car. Bitch, you tried me, because I was waiting for your ass. <laughs> I was waiting. Ain't I was waiting. When you pop a shit from your car and the other person is about it. <laughs> Yo, walking my car slowly to the you know I don't even like walking the cart back I just walk the cart back just cause like bitch you tried me okay she I mean you didn't fucking scrape her car with the motherfucking cart yo you're not even supposed to be going past five miles per hour in the fucking parking lot we at Walmart we at Walmart at the Aramingo, bro. Walmart be lit as fuck. So where the, who, where the fuck is you speeding through? Exactly. Exactly. With her mama in the front seat talking all that shit. Bitch, you big as shit. All I got to do is clock you one time. Like, don't blame me. <laughs> With a cheeseburger. With a cheeseburger. <laughs> and you the itis. And it's good night for you. You're done. <laughs> I had to get that out, y'all. Like, I've been holding on to that. When it happened, I literally, I, I had to, like, stop and record that moment immediately. That's, I know those moments. Like, you like, I gotta write this down. This is too motherfucking good. I can't Yo, exactly, exactly. But to all the motherfuckers out there that want to speed through parking lots, bitch, stop it. Stop it. Exactly. Yo, it's not, it's not that deep. We don't gotta hear your surround sound as you pulling through. Like, Sis, you, you you neglected to paint that one piece that you got to an accident. Now your shit two tone and shit, and you want to play me. You want you want to try me. You want to yell out out the car and shit. Exactly. Your shit is leaning. Exactly. So, bitch, you tried it. Here now for the second part. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Jesus, what is going on in the world? The crackers. The crackers. 
It's the crackers. The mayo. The crack. The mayo. It's the whipped mayo. The cream. The mayo. It's the cream cheese. It's not sour cream. This one goes out to the police officers that were involved in the standoff with this family, uh, a pregnant woman, her husband, or I think husband or fiance, I'm not sure, um, and their two kids. It was a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, they were at a family dollars down in Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. and they, the one, the lady is pregnant. Two, like, they have two kids. First of all, I, I work with kids, so I know two years old and four years old is, that's a, that's a hard age. If you in a, in a public space trying to, maintain, trying to maintain them and keep track of them, it's, it's very difficult. So I kind of seeing like, trying to get what you want to get when you get out the store, trying right. to get, like, rack up everything. Like, as a parent, I know my mom went through it. Like, we used to run around terrorizing that bitch. No. <laughs> Yo, my mom was there. She used to have to call on the speaker, like, if you're um, Marquita Davis. <laughs> Yo. What? I was a scary ass kid sticking with their parents. Yo, for real. Call, call me like, uh, you please meet your mother at the front. <laughs> so, it, it, kids can get beat out of hand. Right, 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 right. So, their four-year-old child uh, had ended up picking up a, a Barbie doll or whatever. And I know I've done this as a kid. Like, I'll pick up something in the store, and by the time I get to the car, my mom's like, fuck you get that from? I ain't even see you walk out. Like, right. You know, what t- we don't, like, you know, and that's when the conversation is had. We don't do that. You know, yeah. we don't steal stuff like that. So she, so she, they didn't even realize that the girl had took it until they were out of the, out of the family dollar parking lot and at another apartment, um, at another parking lot. It was, I think it was their apartment complex. Okay. All this time, after the family dollar situation, not realizing the daughter had picked up the Barbie doll. The cops was following them. The cops was following them, followed them to the next spot or whatever. The cops followed them from the store. Yes. To another location. Yes. Yes. Did not arrest them at the store or say yes. nothing to them at the store. Yes. Let them leave the store. <laughs> okay. You 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 get why okay. I'm here, right? Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm just making sure we are so, all following the way. We so so yeah, so next thing you know. The cops pull up on them. You know, it was a couple of different patrol cars. Because, you know, they can't just send one. They got to send 15. Yeah, it's a family. It's a family. That Fuck. means it's like it's eight of us. Multiple generations. Four. Yeah. <laughs> fucking cops at this point. <laughs> Shit. These motherfuckers, yo. Yo, for real. Like, pull, hopped out the car. First of all, they grabbed, they grabbed her husband. Threw him on the, threw it. First of all, when he was trying, they were telling him to get out the car. They pulled, they popped out, guns drawn. Tell him to get out the car. He puts his hand, hands over top of the dashboard to show the police officers that he is not reaching for nothing. His hands are visible and stuff like that. And they're saying things like, you're going to get shot today. What? They're saying, they, they drag him out the car. They throw him on the, they throw him on the ground, pick him up, try to handcuff him, throw him on a, throw him, um, on a, uh, on a, uh, on their vehicle and shit like that. Like, just doing doing the shit they do to fucking black people. Wow. As they're arresting them. And then on top of that, they're trying to tell the pregnant ladies to get out the car. They had the gun at her. And she's like, can you please not point them at my children? Her children are in the back. 
basically traumatized, like yo, scared out the, the two, And so she gets she, she gets out the car. The two year old is not trying to let her go. Like oh not God. she's clinging on for dear life. And I know how two year olds are. Like they are when it comes to their parents, they're just acknowledging what everything is, right. and who everything is for real, for real. So, like, so it's just like, they still have that stranger danger. Yeah. All these white motherfuckers around people they don't see often is just fucking pointing, pointing guns at them, screaming at their mom. This two-year-old, my, thinking, oh, mommy has a baby on the way. My baby is on the way. So they're, like, they're clinging to mom for protection. Right. <sighs> Child. Not to mention, pause on the play, because... <laughs> Like, I need people to understand this the type shit that create mental health issues. Yo! This the type shit that create the the prominent mental health that the black community had. For a Barbie doll! Trauma creates mental health. Anxiety. Depression. Suicide. Like, this is how we have these things. Something triggers it in us. And when you start at an age when a, a child is an infant, mm-hmm. what? Yes. Can't, you don't. You can't even yes. imagine the effects that had on yes. a kid from that age well, all the way through. I can tell you the effects right so now. So the four-year-old is starting to pee the bed again, waking up in the middle of the night, crying, screaming. The two-year-old will not let the mother do anything. She can't go nowhere. She can't sleep shit, do nothing because of how scared she is. Yeah. It was to the point where the mayor came out, had to come out and say the police officers didn't handle that well and she apologizes. Of course fucking. Like, no. No. I'm talking about all the motherfuckers on desk duty as they do an investigation. It's a live video. None of them had body cams, but it was a live video posted. The world knows exactly what happened. The exactly what happened. So, you know what? The... Shout out to my black folk for suing the motherfuckers for okay. ten million fucking dollars. Get a coin, ten while you're million at it. fucking dollars. Exactly. Like, exactly. and I still don't think that's a fucking up. I don't think it is either. It ain't a fucking up. I think we should go ten mil a kid. Yes, Period. ten mil a kid. Including the one in your stomach. Yeah, exactly. 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 Because who knows what type of complications they could have caused you, you. alone by going through that type of fucking stress. Exactly. <laughs> On top of that, fuck family dollar in Phoenix, Arizona, okay? What the fuck is your loss prevention policies? When, since when do you have to fucking follow somebody from a store to a, Last I checked from working in sales, if somebody walks out of the fucking store, you don't follow them, you don't exactly. save them, you don't do shit. So what loss prevention policies put you in a place to call the police to tell them to follow a fucking family? Stalking them. And stalk them. You already know. Like... <laughs> Oh my God. You, y'all see my frustration. The perversion. You the see perversion. my frustration. The perversion. Mm, 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 mm. This world. Mm. So, yes. Bitch, you tried it to the Phoenix Police Department who put all of this trauma on this poor family. And now they are having to experience this. They're going to have to relive this moment for years. And explain it to their children. For years. For years. They're never going to be comfortable around police officers. Maybe not even Mayo. Not even Mayo people. People. Period. Like, I'm sorry. You're done. Yes. It's over. Yes, it's over. Bitch, you tried it. Like, all right. Shit. Ugh. God. Woo, you just warm that seat up for me, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. Warm it up for me. Because I'm about to introduce to y'all 
melted marshmallow number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bitch head really shaped like Humpty Dumpty though. Like, she really head really me... shaped like Humpty Dumpty though. Yes. Egghead. Egghead. I can't even say Mr. Potato Head because I think he was black. So, <laughs> no. Marshmallow is what I'm going with. Melted marshmallow. Yo, Fuck you, me. Fuck you, me. Fuck you, me. Put it on a t-shirt. Say. But anyways, this melted marshmallow ass bitch. I tried it. And I know y'all hopefully have tuned in by now. I know some of us may be taking our time. And I truly understand. Trust me, I do. Because I took my time. Mm-hmm. But what I'm referencing is this motherfucker, Linda Forresting, Forresting. The bitch Fairstein. don't deserve to have her name pronounced fuck, right. Who the fuck she, she is? She don't even deserve to have her name pronounced right. Who the fuck bitch, she is? It took me a week to get through the first episode. Anyways, it took me a week. I paused. Then me and my cousin had to watch it. Then she left. So then I had had to pause again because I was like, I'm never, I'm never watching this by myself. Yeah. Because the first episode. It freaking shreds your whole entire fucking hope. Yes. For people. It make you think back, like, because for me, this happened before I was born. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it was like, damn, this happened before I was born, so I really had no recollection of it. But then I do remember it coming out in 2002 or whatever. But I never paid attention to it, because I was at the age where mentally, who's thinking about what's going on in the world when you're yeah. 2002? We were still, still in elementary school. Like, yeah, 17 years ago, yeah. I was... Um, seven, pretty much. Yeah, it's first grade. Right? Or ten. I was ten. Oh, sorry. Because I'm about to be 27. But anyways, the point is, I was too young to really grasp this. So when um, Ava DuVernay, which is the person who brought this to light when they see us, um, put this out here, I was like, yo. I was scared to watch it. Very, very, very scared to watch it. But I was also very enlightened. Once I got through it, because I was like, I needed this. Because the moment it started and I seen how shit was happening, I immediately was like cringing on the inside. Yes. But at the same time, I was like looking up Pennsylvania state law. Like, I was like, oh, I need to know what the fuck's going on. Because this is what happens when you're not educated, when you're not aware, self-aware. You could tell these parents was not educated. And this motherfucking white bitch fucking took advantage of these people. She she literally used her role as assistant district attorney and head of the sex crimes unit mm-hmm. to publicize and salacious, salacious, salacious size, whatever the word, glamorize. However you want to fucking put it, she fucking did what she had to do to make sure she got clout, because uh-huh. that's the term we use nowadays, clout. Yes. She used this case and multiple other cases to fucking get clout. So that she could be the head of the DA office of the head of sex and shit like that. So basically when I, I did, did she my, even get the job to? Listen, she, she, I believe she did. She was assistant district attorney. She probably didn't get the actual head of it or whatever, right. but she got at least the, that and she was the head of sex crimes. So okay. obviously that would be even more right up her alley. Head of sex crimes mean this is a sex offense that occurred to this poor lady. And she literally, I could not believe she fucking pinned this shit on five young boys as young as 14. Mm-hmm. You got to be fucking kidding me. Especially when you watch this shit, you see how small they are. They was not fucking beating this lady over no head, no. pinning her down, raping her, doing... They didn't even fucking know what she had on. They did mm-hmm. not... Their stories did not correlate. They nope. Nothing matched. They didn't even fucking know each other. 
Yep. This shit was so fucking insane. Yep. And the moment the shit turned on, she was like, it was them. And, and in the fucking movie, she's fucking fixing the shit like, oh, yes. the times don't fucking match. Yes. The, the, it's overlapping. Well, let's just fix it to match because we know they did it anyway. They was in the Yo. park. Like, come on. Little boys be acting like little boys. Teenage boys go out. They run around. They do fun shit. Mm-hmm. I know back in the day, y'all remember Flash Mob. Yes. Y'all remember that shit, yes. don't y'all? That was filled with a whole bunch of young motherfuckers being stupid in the streets of Philly. Like... Come on. So for her, just imagine one of y'all getting fucking locked up in some shit because some random ass shit happened by a real serial fucking sex offender. Yes. A real person that admits that he have an issue with this. Yes. Who was in jail for the same fucking crime. And if you would have paid attention to the crime that he committed, you would have known that the, the, the cases matched. The way yes. he raped both victims matched. Yes. But your fucking simple peen mind could not fucking wrap yourself around the fact these little black boys and the, and the did thing, not fucking do this and shit. And the thing is, when you have when you have certain cases, the first thing you want to do and that, if you're in that type of position is see if, it, if that case has any connection to any existing case. Exactly. Y'all did not that, do your real research. Fucked up y'all part. did not do no real investigation. Y'all literally just fucking trapped these y'all was trying, Y'all was trying to shut, open and shut, open and oh, shut this real fast. case as, as fast as possible. That's real all fast. y'all was trying to fucking do. And y'all really knew that these parents was not smart enough. I was so fucking mad at the parents, but it don't even fucking matter. I was mad at the parents. At first, I was rooting for Yusuf's mom at first. I was like, ooh, she got it. She yeah. got her. But yeah. then I seen him walk back in there, and, and I'm like, like, no, she didn't have it. She didn't have it. <sighs> yeah. None of them had it because they didn't have the education. They yeah. didn't have the knowledge to understand, like, nobody should have fucking signed shit. Nobody should have fucking stayed in that shit. You mean to tell, I'm fucking dying about mines. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. I'm telling you straight up. Yeah. If, like, if you ain't let my my daughter go get my lawyer here right the fuck Y'all gonna kill me right here then and there because I'm taking my little brother. I'm taking my son. I'm taking whoever the fuck. I don't give a fuck what you did. Yeah. You not gonna tell me I'm forced to stay in here for X amount of time with no food, no water, no drink. Ain't nobody hours. fucking parents ain't fucking in here. No. And then it just you know what not, do you know what not eating does to the mind? Like, like, do you know what it does to you? It makes your body weak. And we're gonna get to it that in the meat and beans of the show. Yes. Because hold on to that. Hold All on right. to that. All right. I'm gonna hold, hold on to, hold that. On to it. For but y'all. let me just say. So when this white bitch did this shit to these kids. I just pray to God, and I know I'm cursing and praying to God in the same motherfucking sentence. God, you know my heart. I say this all the time, you know my heart. But what I need to understand is the karma and pain that this lady is yet to feel in life. Because I've seen people say, oh, her books got pulled off the shelf. She, she's losing endorsements and sales. Fuck all that. Yo, this bitch, this bitch deserved to rot in jail. Yeah, she do. I don't give a fuck if she's... Yeah. Uh, 72 years old and born on the same day so as what? my mother. They fucking put Bill Cosby in that motherfucker. Fuck you mean? Like, even and even though Bill Cosby did some fucked up shit, that nigga still was old as shit. And he mm-hmm. tried to use that shit as a fucking excuse. Bitch, please. Like, I'm like, y- y'all better fucking do something because I don't see why y'all wouldn't reopen this shit, which I did see. Actually, I'm about to pull it up right now because I do believe I seen something. Like an investigation? Uh, reopening, possible reopen of cases. So I just want to... um. Oh, it do. It said the Manhattan District Attorney refuses to reopen cases handled by Central Park Five. So whatever that mishap is, is saying that they not going to reopen them. I think it's fucked up. I think she deserved to ride hell, just like yeah. the white bitch that sat on her motherfucking deathbed and said that Emmett Till did not motherfucking do the shit that she told her husband that he fucking did. Yeah. 
Both of y'all have a warm motherfucking seat in hell, bitches. Yes. Both of y'all, you fucking yes. burnt, white, marshmallow, melted, motherfucking mayo, sour cream, cream <laughs> cheese, cloudy motherfuckers. Because y'all fucking stupid, and I'm tired of y'all. I'm really tired of it. You fucking tried it, bitch. Tried it. You tried it, period. And I pray that whatever God got coming to you is coming, baby. Yes. Because yes. you need the death to five people, five souls in this world that you trapped for X amount of years. Traumatized. Brought so much mental health destruction exactly. to their lives. So sad. I hope so if y'all haven't seen it and you're scared to see it, watch When They See Us. It's worth the watch. Watch it with somebody. Educate somebody. Yes. Educate yourself. Yes. This is the season. This is the time. And educate time, yourself. Take your time watching it if you need it, yo. Exactly. As a black person, it's, it's really it's hard. It's, it's hard seeing it because you like we know what that when we know what it's like. Exactly. We really do. All right. We really do. So you're done. And now hopping into thank you, sis. Yes. Oh wow. All right. A quick shout out again to Tori Lane's for stepping up on the colorism behalf, even yes. though we don't like, I we I feel like we got two people back in back in the story. I so, believe this shit. I like, believe it. I definitely believe it happened. So shout out to your mother for birthing you. Yeah, we thank her. You woke. We you appreciate woke. it. And I want to thank Miss Ava Duvernay, who is American film director, producer, screenwriter, film marketer, and film distributor. If you ain't know, look her up. She is a mom of ten. And them 10 be when they see us, Wrinkle on Time, Queen Sugar, 13th, Selma, Middle of Nowhere, Venus, BS, I Will Follow, My Mic Sounds Nice, This Is The Life. And if you haven't seen any of these things, look them up. There's um, series and films that she's created. Um, yes, Focus towards Ava. the Black community mm. and like film. Like she's another uh, Jordan Peele, if you will, like mm. very into our culture and bringing life to what has already happened in the past, mm-hmm. um, rewriting history, if you will, in a way that is relatable to us as young people, um, giving us our history, richness, and rawness. Mm-hmm. Um, she really do sit with some of these people that are part of these uh, depictions that she's giving from past histories. Yes. And she really tries to tell their story through these actors and actresses that she um, enlists in her her films. Yes. So I really appreciate all this. I did not know nothing about her, honestly, until I watched When They See Us. And then I was just like, I heard of Queen Sugar and all these other things. And I started looking her up more. And I'm just like, I followed her on Twitter. And I just was so taken aback at her. Like, I feel like everybody have a purpose in life. And her purpose is to bring awareness in the Black community and healing to yes. these people because she helping these people heal from their stories. Yes. And I just felt like that was such a beautiful thing because everybody have a platform for something mm-hmm. if you know your value. And, and I just love that she uses her platform to enlighten and heal and bring awareness. And this is something that we need at this time. It's definitely time to make sure that we're not just thinking about the past as segregation and whatever think about it now too because now the past is starting to be resurfaced resurface itself you know in daily things that's happening to us now yeah and we don't want to turn a blind eye right so we need to be educated on things and know that and see these things as they come in yeah i definitely liked it because i know the actor who played antron was actually he had met the other antron for the first time yes she introduced them all they did a table reading yeah and when he met him like he started crying. Yes. Like, he I was just like, he literally saw him relive his, his life. Yes. So I really was like, wow. 
beautiful. Like, it's crazy. It's very beautiful. It's very deep. Um, so thank you, sis, thank for all you, that you're sis. doing in our community. We really appreciate mm-hmm. it. All right, right. It's time for the meat and beans of the show. Hey, 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 hey. 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 All right. All right. So we're talking about how to cope with self-criticism. Yes. Mm. Yes. Self-criticism is a really, really big thing. And it's something that we don't really discuss often because... Because it's to yourself. Self-criticism. You're not (laughs) sharing what your insecurities are with the world. You're not sharing the things that are going on in your mind. And you might not even be conscious of it. Exactly. 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 And then especially when the world is coming down on you and like you have to reflect on what's happening right now to me. (laughs) Like, and it's hard because you literally take on so much as a person outwardly and then you internalize it without even knowing it sometimes. Um, And then you could other have other things that's already internalized that you haven't dealt with yet. Yes. So this is kind of just to help you sort through this messiness a little bit with yourself yes. because everything starts with self. You cannot be better for anyone else or do for others or do for anyone except for you first. Because if you don't love you and you don't do for you, you can't do it for somebody else. Yes. And especially as women, like we are our biggest self-critics exactly. all the time. Like even with the with how much the world has to say to us, I feel like we kind of hone in because we're so we are emo- really emotional yeah. beings, so but as for me um something that i'm actually experiencing right now um i'm experiencing a lot <laughs> right now i know <gasps> but um i have a lot of things happening at one time mm-hmm. um i got my housing situation i'm mm-hmm. dealing with i got work mm-hmm. i have my my family that i'm dealing yes. with I have my relationship that I'm dealing with, and it's it's all in a negative sense right now. Right. And as is with everything turned against me right now, I'm like my biggest critic. Like, oh my goodness, fuck is wrong? Yeah. Fuck is going on? What? Why? What? I set had this plan, set in action, and did I not do enough? Did right. I not handle this the Doubt right way? So, am I taking this energy from this and now projecting it on this? You know, mm-hmm. it's. It's it's it, it's really hard to be a negative. It's a whole bunch of negative situations. Yeah, yeah, and that's the first step. To, that's the first step. Like that, you notice when you, you notice when you're self criticizing. You feel negative. You don't even sometimes. I was just talking to um one of our pro fights uh last night, mm-hmm. and she was saying that her parents had just came to visit her, and the whole time of the trip that they came to visit her. She just wasn't like, she just didn't feel it. Like she just wasn't Mm -hmm. in a good mood like that. And she was like, it wasn't like I was trying to project it on my parents, but my mom told my dad that she thought I felt that I was miserable. She was like worried because she was like, she looks miserable. She feels miserable. She acts miserable. And it was like, she was like, I'm not miserable. It's just, I'm going through so much stuff. And she was like, I just explained to her all the stuff I'm going through. And she didn't even listen to hear it. So she just thinks I'm miserable. And it's like, mom. Did you not hear what I was trying to tell you? I'm working yeah. through my life things. And that's what's making me be in a little bit of a funk. Because right. she also has things with her relationship, things with work. Things, and we're all juggling these things. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in a negative space, it's important to identify when you are being negative, even yes. if it's not because of anything specific. It, it literally can just be what's going on in your head. It yes. cannot be everybody else. It could just yes. be you're overwhelmed with everything you have resp- you're responsible for. Right. 
And just taking a moment to acknowledge that and see that mm-hmm. will help you in your mind to be like, all right, now I'm going to distance my interactions with certain people if I need mm-hmm. to. If I got to shut down, do not disturb. And, yes. And realize it is self-criticism, meaning like you're not supposed to call other people and talk talk to them about it because now that they're they're projecting their opinions of your situation exactly on you, you and that's even fucking your mind up even more. So if you're if once you acknowledge that negative thought, acknowledge it. While, while you're by yourself yes and handle that by within yourself, yourself within yourself exactly that way when you encounter stimuli or people mm-hmm. who try to trigger you or you know get a rise out of you mm-hmm. or stomp on your prey because there's other miserable people out in the world yeah that you bumping into and you transferring energy with all yes. day yeah so you even if it's not even you it could be that person and yeah. they don't even see or know it that mm-hmm. they have it or what's going on with them. They don't right. know they're projecting their angers and things onto people. Right. Let's talk about it. Because, yeah. you know, how many parents come home after a long day, be frustrated and then don't have time for the kid, be having an attitude. Think Like, that's what happened to me as a kid that I did not like. Like, my parent, my mom was constantly taking out her frustrations on me. Mm. So it made it very difficult for me as a person to open up because I never felt comfortable to do so. Which is another thing. When you isolate, that's where you start doing self-criticism things again, being negative. Yes. And so, yeah. So we one thing that we definitely um, hone in on when we are in a negative mindset is different type of techniques to yes. keep us going. Um, knowing that, like, I know personally with me, like, when shit happened, like it's, it's a whole bunch of variables I can't fucking exactly. control at one time. And at this point, I'm just rolling with the fucking punches. I don't know what direction it, the next punch going to exactly. come from, but I'm I'm roll, I'm just going with the flow. But we want to tell you guys a couple of techniques that we do. You know, once we acknowledge that negative uh, thought process and mm-hmm. the things, how we're reacting. And also... I want to point out if other people are reacting to your attitude and things like that, like don't honestly, sometimes we tend to project our, our negative energy and not even realize mm-hmm. it. And when people around you, if you have people around you that are, are, are supposed to be close to you and understanding and they're taking it personal, that's not the person that you need to be expressing what the fuck right. you're going through too. And that's why we say, make sure you take the time to yourself or right. talk to somebody who knows you, who know, yes. who, who who's able to give you that advice. Everybody's not side. at your level of communication. Exactly. Everybody's not at your level of understanding. Everyone can't support you in certain things the same way. Yes. So know what your friends and people are in place for. Everybody is not for the same thing. Yes. You cannot categorize your friends and think, oh, this person got to be... Lo- oh, no. Yeah. There's a friend for everything. It's a friend to go right. out. It's a friend to tell your secrets to. It's a mm-hmm. friend to gossip with. It's a friend to do your I got, affirmation. I got a thought about friend. It's a friend to go to the gym with. <laughs> it's a fr- Exactly. It's a friend to have a wingman. It's a friend for everything. So yes. find who you need that really understand you because I'm like blessed to have a Chief Hendricks in my life that really know me and has known me for years enough to now she tell me when she know. Like, yeah. She's like, oh yeah, girl, I've seen... Just collect yourself and, you know, everything's we'll all together. Good. Like, we're going to get it together. She'd be like, it's fine. Like, I've already seen. I know how it's going down. So I'm just trying to create the energy of positive. Like, I appreciate that because it takes stress off on me as a person when the people, my core people understand me enough 
Because now I can just let down and be like, oh, they're not taking how I'm acting in a certain kind of way. Yeah. Not, you know? Yeah. It's like, then I can now open up and be like, girl, I was stressed because blah, blah, and I didn't yeah. want to let you down. I was yeah. disappointed in myself. Yeah. And then we can talk about it and it's healthy. It becomes yes. a healthy thing. It becomes relieving. Yes. But when yes. you have people that is not for you and don't really understand in the moment, mm-hmm. it can really cause friction that is deterrent to you growing out of that situation or handling it the way you need to handle it. Yeah, so, and I can definitely say for fit, like, I know, like, times even today like i i as soon as she came, she wasn't even in my presence for more than five minutes and then she was like pull the car over yes. like, i'm like please pull the- <laughs> streaming down tears like there's so much going oh on because this is crazy <laughs> exactly exactly so some tips that we um yes that we do for we call this self-love yes you know make it make make you feel good keep you going just a reminder like yes. that just staying grounded within yourself mm-hmm. So what tips do you got, Poet? So for self-love, I like to, um, I'm sorry, affirmations. Mm. I like to do affirmations um, because I know for me, where I'm at in my life, a lot of these things like self-love was not a thing for me in college or before college. I was not, it, I didn't conceptualize it in a, a way where I really was aware of it. I never really thought about it. It wasn't even a thing. It was just like, I don't know. You just love. That's it. Like I wasn't thinking, Oh, I need to love myself a certain kind of way. I knew I need to respect myself and carry myself a kind of way, but it's different respect and carrying yourself versus loving yourself and being whole with yourself and understanding yourself and being content with you. Like, so affirmations really helped me with that. Um, because it was, a way for me to like talk myself out of the negative because now I have no choice but to look myself in the mirror when I wake up and brush my teeth or do my facials or whatever right. to say I am a boss I am going to be a boss I right. am a good friend I am a good sister I am right. going to be a good wife saying all these things and now months ago when I was doing that when I first moved into this apartment and I started doing it I felt dumb as hell like I'm not even gonna lie to you I was like ugh I'm doing this and I don't feel it. I'm saying this, but I don't feel it. Yes. I'm saying this, but I just kept doing it. Cause I, everybody has always told me, just keep doing it. Just keep saying it. Eventually you're going to feel it. Eventually you're going to believe it. Eventually. And I did. Now, when I look back, I'm like, girl, you was sewing them seeds, baby. Yes. Because them affirmations. Now I feel beautiful. I feel confident. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm a boss. I am running my own businesses. Like things that I was saying before that I was not in the position for now. I am in now. Right. So that's where the affirmations have helped me to grow love in myself, be grounded. That way, when negativity comes, I know how to handle it because I know that's going to be in the past soon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, 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 I definitely, one thing I, de- I tried to do that one time and I just, I, I, I felt stupid. Exactly. You I did, really you did really feel do. stupid. And that's something I think I want to, I want to start doing a little bit more. Hmm. Maybe we should start like, yeah. Uh, affirmations, mm. uh, daily affirmations for KL. Uh, yes, would y'all like that? Yes. Let us let know. Us know. <laughs> let, let us, us know. know. All right. Um, and then for me, um, a big thing for me is meditation. Yes, um, I love that. Yeah, meditation is a big thing for me. Uh, growing up, um, I am the oldest, and I basically my little brother is four and a half years younger than me. So. You know, I had to grow up a whole different lifestyle than he did. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a role of a caretaker for mm-hmm. my brother. So I was always by myself, always had those moments by myself, things that I had to think through by myself. And one thing um, I love is the water. I love the sound of water. Um, it's actually 
like a little pier, like beachfront yes. by my crib or whatever. And I go there. Because we water signs. Yes. <laughs> I go there. I, I don't even take my phone. Like I just, t- I, I, yes. I take my notebook and my pen. And I'm really big on my maps. That's that's how I was when we was in Jamaica. I yeah. was right out there, like I don't yeah. <laughs> I'm really big on my maps. So like, I don't go out there with a thought process in mind. I just if I start writing some, I start writing mm-hmm. some, and I take that. And that's actually how I how it helped with the first episode of getting that out there for us. So meditation is definitely a big thing for me another way i use meditation is through yoga i actually practice yoga yes could well. <laughs> definitely had me in the hot box yoga sweating <laughs> like a fat bitch. bitch i do not recommend if you gotta leave out yeah if you gotta Listen, leave out you don't need you i don't go. recommend if you fucking can't breathe past a certain level of air because <laughs> that shit is fucking it takes a lot of breathing it's and, what is that anaerobics or something like that in a, like without oxygen because the room be hot as shit like you can't breathe um mm. i feel like that's anaerobics where you, you keep your muscles from the air or some shit it's not keeping your muscles <laughs> from air <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if you haven't, look up hot box yoga so y'all can see what the fuck I'm talking about. Go to one. Just hot yoga, y'all. Just go to one. Yeah, yo. So, see what I'm so about. definitely that. Um, and so one thing that, uh, well, two more things that me and Fit both have in common that we do for self love is prayer. Yes. Um, Jesus. Like, yo, praying don't gotta be said out loud. Praying could be in your head. Fit do it walking down the street. I do. I do it at four o'clock in the morning, laying in the bed, staring at the ceiling. Like <laughs> that's how we we talk to our guys sometimes, and we pray before our podcast exactly. sometimes. Niggas be thinking I'm I'm just being a bougie bitch, not saying hi back. I be in my bag, honey. Me and God is having a conversation, and you are not a part of it. Yes, like interrupting yes. you, interrupting yes. my worship and prayer time during my day, and you looking at me like I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going on over here in my mm-hmm. head. Like, yeah. you gotta chill out. Yeah. Chill out. Y'all yeah. niggas be too quick to be like, oh, you, uh, fine then. F you. Right. First of all, chill out. I was saying a prayer. <laughs> and I could have said one for you if you was being nice. <laughs> but, seriously. Yes. And then uh, and then another thing was a YouTube video. Yes. Um, yes. Motivational videos. Yes. I like In the morning, I wake up, I listen to less people like Les Brown, uh, Dr. Brene, um, Dr. Brene, um, I mentioned her last week in our podcast. I yes, listen to Rising her TED Strong. Talks as well. Um, also, I listen to Lovey. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys know her. She, oh, goodness, she has a book on uh, self judgment uh, okay. that she just released. She's uh, actually on the New York bestsellers list and co host of the podcast, Joe Love and Jesus. Ooh, <laughs> spicy now. So, but she's definitely a good person to listen to. Um, yeah, but, and I just wanted to add one thing because you said the meditation thing, and yeah. I love meditating too. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing one of my friends gave me was this book by Ayanla uh, Van Sant, and mm-hmm. it's called Acts of Faith: Daily Meditations for People of Color. Mm-hmm. And I really recommend y'all to get it. And it goes through every day of the year, and um, basically it just tells you different things like um, Nigerian proverbs, Ashanti proverbs different uh people in the black community that have written quotes and like for june 18th i'm gonna just read real briefly so y'all can see like how on point it really is for me like i wake up and i read this and it sets the tone for my day automatically yeah um it says no one no one 
can uproot the tree which God has planted. Yoruba proverb. When we think our enemy is gaining on us, we want to run and run. When we believe someone wants what we have, we squeeze the light right out of it. When we believe they are out to get us, we find their trap at every turn. Yet if we would just stop running, squeezing, and suspecting, we would understand who they really are. They are the thoughts that beat us down, causing us to behave in unproductive ways. They are the doubts and suspicions we carry within us and take the life out of the very thing we want. They are the fears that we fall into, showing us the very thing we don't want to see. They are the greatest enemy. No one can get what is meant for you. The universe will not have it that way, the way it should not be. We have been put on this earth to be a certain way, have a certain thing, accomplish a certain task. Until we have been done and had what we came here for, do and have, we are the only ones who can get in the way. We are the only ones that can get in the way. I'm going to repeat that. What is mine is mine alone. Mm-hmm. So that means the the battle in life, the competition, it's not against other people. It's not. It's really not. Like God, like I say this all the time, God did not create life to be like this. Yeah. We all are supposed to be on equal loving playing field. We're all support, supposed to support each other and share with one another. Mm-hmm. What's for you is for you. God gonna give it to you, baby. Yes. You ain't gotta be worried about what's over here. Yo, that's why I always You ain't gotta be worried about what's I over there. I'm like, yo, I know, I know you got plans. Focus yo. Just on show what's me for you. <laughs> show me what you got. Exactly. Focus on what's for you because at the end of the day, we are the only ones in our way. We're the ones talking ourselves out of things. We're the ones being yes. negative and we know what's our heart's desires more than anybody else that we haven't shared, our insecurities, our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we be self-aware. I can't preach this enough. Be yeah. aware of your community. Be aware of yourself. Yeah. Love yourself. Love whoever you can love on and grasp on because yes. you never know how short time is. Yes. And just continue to live in light mm-hmm. because energy transfers. Yes. It do. It, it really, really do. Does. You it go really to work. Does. You see the white bitch at work that you fucking hate, and mm. it automatically change your face. Yo, <laughs> like yo, like real life facts. Exactly, <laughs> I know it. So right. like, so the last thing that we definitely wanted to target in on was reflecting. Exactly. Um, you want you address the negative. You took your steps in regards to self love, and mm-hmm. what's the what's the best step for you? Mm-hmm. Now you got to reflect on what you just went through, how that process came upon you, how you can avoid going through that process Process again again. or knowing how to handle it head on once once it comes to your attention. And pay attention to the patterns. If you've been here before. Yes. It's for a reason. Yes. I mean, you ain't learned what you were supposed to learn back then. So it's happening again. Yes. Yes. And another thing is I I read this in the four agreements. And I also read um, read this um, from Dr. Bernay. Um, in the four agreements, the last agreement is do the best you can. Mm-hmm. Like, and Dr. Bernay had touched on something and um, more specific. And she was like, you know, do you look at the person sitting next to you or the person walking down the street and really think that they are really doing the best they can? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people project these energies onto us. Right. We don't necessarily know what, what they're going through. That's why I, I, I commend people for giving me excellent cell service, even though they have in a shitty fucking day. Right. Because honestly, at that point in time, that person is really doing the best they can 
to make sure that they get through the day, yeah. to make sure that they get through whatever phase they're going through, any downfall, whatever. And if you keep that in mind as you as you go and you know that people giving you these different type of energies, just ask, is this person really doing the best they can? Exactly. You know, and that will give you more compassion for people in exactly. life. So um, did you, uh, as far as reflecting for youth, it, did you want to touch on that a little bit more? Um, I would just say my reflection is pretty much that paying attention to my patterns. Um, because a lot of times you just be mad at the world and stuff, mm-hmm. mad at yourself, you mm-hmm. be guilting yourself. Like, why do you keep doing this? You start yes. talking down to yourself, like, oh, here you go again. Like, yeah, that's me talking to myself. Do like, the best you can. And like, you just got to know, like, at the end of the day, I just pray to God and I'd be like, God, remove this from me. Like, remove the spirit of whatever I'm doing right now to myself because it's not healthy. And um, I'm my biggest cheerleader. And because I know that, I know the power of my mind is very, 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 very lethal. Like, I know that the devil's favorite fucking playground is my mind. Yes. It's all our minds because that's the biggest tool that he could ever take from you is your mind. Yes. Out of your mind come your actions, your words, your mm-hmm. everything follow from your mind. Mm-hmm. So for me, I got to make sure that I stay reflecting so that I can know like how I'm moving because everything happens mm-hmm. to you for a purpose. So if you're not paying attention to how you're maneuvering and dissecting things and figuring out, oh, this might have affected me, whatever the case is, right. how can I? You not doing yourself a good service if you're just going through life. Because I, I, when I yeah. tell you I went through life. My first half of my life, seriously. Like, it, like a chicken with your head cocked. Like, literally, like, <laughs> just going through life, going through the motions, going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And now I actually take the time to, like, take it in. Yes. I actually take the time to literally let it marinate, let it sizzle in my spirit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to... Like, so this is happening to me right, right now. now. So, mm-hmm. all right. All right. I know what this And I don't want like. it to happen to me in six months, so yes. what I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I be now. I try to take it in negative, positive. It don't matter what it is. I be like, all right, let me sit with this. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. That's how when my power was off that day, the next day that shit was back on. Because guess what? I let that shit sizzle in my spirit. And I got right to it. I ain't let my negative thoughts run with me. I didn't start thinking, oh, I need to curse X, Y, Z. I just was like, nah, let me be lighthearted about this. God got me. Right. I was like, I've been saying it's going to get taken care of and it's going to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Tuh. God showed out about me. Yes. Period. 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 You can't touch what's not for you. Like, exactly. And exactly. he knew. He knew. He knew. And I'm telling you, if you believe the amount, huh, trust me, that shit is zero dollars. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Period, honey. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, let us know what you guys think about self-criticism. You can hit us up on our Twitter at KL underscore podcast. And also on IG, you can DM us at Confidently Lost Podcast. And please don't forget, email us in your bitch you tried it moments. Um, We would definitely love to read you guys moments on air. And for the best, the best, the best part of the show, mm, 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 mm. her name is Poet, Poet Hauntis to be exact. She's a motherfucking poet and you motherfucking know it. Okay then. All right. All right. Intro on a beat. It's like, it's like Always. No. <laughs> but all right, guys. Here we go. My people, 
I am the last to a dying breed of women. Women with integrity and self-esteem so high they don't just walk by you, they float. I'm a living victim of an ongoing... I am a living victim of an ongoing genocide of womanhood. Trapped in a time where self-respect and loyalty knew no gray areas or in-betweens. Yet still I survive in the land of the hopeless, land of mediocrity. Breathing in the dead air that suffocates my lungs because its contents is filled with high-volume, ill-fated deception. But my heart still beats a rhythmic song full of laughter and joy for the little girls of our nation with eyes as wide as the sun's warm and inviting rays. No matter how many times I close my eyes in frustration or wince in pain at the sight of such beautiful creations losing their formations, I hold on to the words of a father never seen in the flesh because I know the power of the tongue, life and death. Yet it seems my sisters in bondage have forgotten what it, see, what it means to feel loved unconditionally. What it looks like to walk in a light that casts away the ugly, petty things for truth. It seems they have forgotten what wealth and things that cannot be bought feels like. I am afraid they have lost their minds in a battle they've never fought in. And now they just give birth to more issues they cannot hide from, hanging their heads down in shame when their children grow up in spite of them. Here's a mirror. I dare you to point them out and tell them, tell me if you can recognize them. Our women are dying. Our sisters are crying. Mothers are ashamed and our aunts have lost hope. Someone help them. Save them from self-hate. Eradicate their minds of murder. Murder of their children because let's be honest, a woman with no integrity giving birth to a boy who doesn't recognize manhood is just another dead end. So what now? How about we try to enlighten the dark cloud hovering above them, casting down pain and rain, hailing destruction, let us remember what it is like to be courted with respect to our parents. What joy it brought God to create each and every one of our features. So let's not desecrate them with tools of a fallen angel turned creature. But let us rejoice in our skins and take pride in all imperfections. Because in the beginning, God created man. And from that man came a woman, radiant like the sun, beautiful in every way, a force to be reckoned with. The first of many. Bad things. It's a lot of bad things. I've been wishing, 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 they wish they were me. Yeah. Bad things. It's a lot of bad things. I've been wishing, 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 they wish they were me.